Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you want things good, and that's what we're That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful show. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for your word, for your love, for the joy you give us, for the peace we have in you. This morning, as we go into your word, we have understanding. In the name of Jesus, our hearts and eyes are open. We know clearly. Jesus' name we are prayed. All right. Prayer changes things. John 15. John 15. We must know that prayer is not us using God as our ATM cards. Prayer is not you dumping your ATM card and picking it up by need. Prayer is communication with a living being. You are talking to a real person. God. So it's not you picking to use by time. It is communication with your father. So, imagine that you are married. If you are married, don't imagine. If you are married, if you are, if you are married don't imagine it, okay? Because you are already married. If you are single, just imagine. It's fine. Don't worry. One day, one day. One day that I come, shall come. It will not tarry. Okay? But then, imagine. Alright? Glory to Jesus. So, you don't talk to your spouse all day, all week. Just might say, um, hey, honey, quickly give me 50K, dear. We didn't talk all week. Just came and said 50K. Or you didn't even say good morning. Ah, babe, where the food now? How she respond to you? <laughs> all right. Sometimes when we deal with God, I have to have an ATM card. Some people don't, they don't even send God in their behavior or in, their, in, the, in the way they live their lives. They just come when they have a need. They now go and fast and pray. They pray three days, fasting and prayer. They don't even eat. So when, when, when it doesn't work, they are angry with God. They say, but I, I prayed, I fasted. Why did it not work? It cannot work because God is not your ATM card. It's not your use and dump. Amen. It's not your what? You use and dump. Some people live their lives so recklessly. So, as in when you say, you know that this one doesn't sense God at all. When they have a need, they go and pray and fast. To who? Let's go. John 15, verse 1. Let's go together. One, two, go on the screen. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. Two, a cut of every branch in me that bears no fruit. 
while every branch that does bear fruit it prunes so that it will even be more fruitful now even we that bear fruit god still cuts okay because there's a need for cutting for growth so in our lives there may be things we are dealing with habits issues you know um whatever it is that needs to be cut off that needs to be cut off okay god does cutting for growth so if you don't allow god to cut you cannot grow leave that boy mm-hmm, i will die here so no growth three years Okay? This particular behavior, leave it. No, it's my temperament. So it's there for five years, no growth. So things must cut off us for us to grow. We should not let ourselves be four years, five years in Christianity, and we cannot see growth in your character. We are still talking the same way you talked five years ago. No growth. You to correction. Let God cut off things from you. You have just cutting off yourself, come for counseling, come for prayer. But don't just be there. Managing year in, year out, no growth. You talk the same way, you fight the same way, you basketball the same way. Come on, let's cut some things off. Alright? So, growth requires a cutting. Fruitness requires what? A cutting away. Alright? Let's go. Three. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Four. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Five. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are, branch are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. Seven. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Let's pause there. Our fruitfulness is attached to our remaining in Christ. The remaining there is abide. It's not, it's not just being saved. It is you, you know, living it out. It is you, you know, you know um, not trying your work with God. It is you, you know, abiding in fellowship with God and his word. It is you taking God seriously. Letting God live, you know, live out through you. If you will bear much fruit, fruit of, 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 of our prayers, you must, you know, commit to God. Be a believer full time. Not believer on weekends. Because of Sunday service. And Riaza. Amen. But on Monday... That goes early in the morning, 7 o'clock. You resume your normal life. No, no. Be a full-time believer. Let his life be lived through you. Commit fully. Stop doing this in and out with God. Stop this friendship with the world. Why can't you call yourself a believer? But in everything else you do, you are like the world, not your portion. You like what they like. Go where they go. Say where they say. No, that's not how to, that, that's not how to abide. Abide. Do this in full-time. The world is boring. There's nothing there. Enjoy God. Eh? They buzz, you buzz. In the corner, when everybody will see you. Now, by, you have come to full packet in your house. You come to most, you know, not your portion. This is not yes, sir. This is not come to church. All right. <laughs> but you get my point, right? Fully, give yourself to Christ fully. There are five bits. You have, you have five. One for each day of the week. Rest on weekends. It's many women. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, commit to Christ. 
Abide. Abide. Alright? Eight. Verse eight. This is my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. So your answered prayers, okay, you know, brings God joy. We are not just praying because we have to pray. It's not just a routine for your to-do list. We pray because we get results in prayer. We pray because we get results in prayer. It's not just vibes. It's not just we believers pray. No. We pray because we get results in prayer. Alright? We are called to pray and to get results. Verse 9. And as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Verse 10 together. Verse 10. If you keep my commands, you remain in my love. Just as I've kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. So this is the idea that God, God loves us, right? Not loves his children, loves all, loves all of us. But we, we abide in that love. We live in that love. Okay? We get, get results of that love by abiding in him. Okay? We get results of the love by abiding in Christ. He loves you, right? But you get results of the, of the love by abiding. Get the best of God by abiding in God. Taking God seriously. Taking your work with God seriously. Taking your faith, not just casually, seriously. You must be a Christian every time tea. It is who you are. It must be your, your number one label. Some people are shy to say they are, they are believers, but the small thing, I'm a feminist. I agree with you, right? But I'm, I'm, a, I'm first a believer. Some people are so low on their faith, so high on their feminism. You, have, you are deceiving yourself. Talk about Christianity. They go mute. Feminism. Woo! I like, I like feminism, right? But you are first a believer first. You believe her first. When they say preach the gospel, what is, is sealed? Retreat Christianity clinical, sealed. When there's gender or online, all your energy comes up. Okay. You are first a believer. First a believer. You live by the word first. Not by, 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 by another thing. The word is first for you. So, so even your, your activism flows from the word out. Do you understand? So you filter your life and choices by God's word. Otherwise, don't make your good become evil. I did get here. I did not plan it. Okay, let's go back to the word. Alright. So, abide in Christ. Abide in Christ. The word of God first. That is how you make the best of your prayer life. Verse 16. Verse 16. Okay, let's do let's, let's 11. 11. 11. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy will be complete. God wants your joy complete. God wants what? Wants your joy complete. Wants you full of joy. He wants things to go well with you. So he's concerned about things going well with you. So he says, so you pray so you can receive answers, okay, so that your joy may be complete. So whatever you have incomplete joy, pray about it, okay, and you get answers and your joy will be complete. Verse 16. You did not choose me. I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. Look at that. So I called you so that when you pray, God will answer you. That's the point. So we are all called for our prayers. It says, I've chosen you. I called you so that, you know, whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give unto you. 
So the Father is eager to hear your presence, answer your prayers. Amen. So when you pray, expect answers. Expect results. Don't just vibe your prayer. In fact, have your prayer journal that you take the results. Take this one. Done. Done. Uh-huh. That's God's will for you to have answered prayers. So stop praying. Stop, stop praying with you know effort. It's not a rabbit. Alright? So God wants to answer your prayers, okay? Amen. So we must live a lifestyle, you know, of expecting answered prayers. Hallelujah. So even though, even though, right, you know, you know, we know that God knows our needs what we ask, but we are still to ask. We are still to what? Ask. That's the 524. That's the 524. Isaiah 6524. Hallelujah. Isaiah 6524. Amen. Alright, let's go. Before they call, I will. While they are speaking, you see they still spoke. So we are still to ask. Okay? You are still to ask. When you have needs, ask God. Even though, yes, God knows your needs, He still needs you. He wants you to ask. Talk about it. Alright? Make request of God. Alright? Matthew 6, 8 and 32. Okay? My nose. What's up this morning? Alright. Matthew 6, 8. I'm the healed of God. Hallelujah. Alright. Want to go? Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask. Alright? 32. For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly father knows. He knows right, but he still wants you to ask. Matthew 7 7. Matthew 7 7. Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you'll find. Knock, and the door will be. So you are still to ask. He knows your needs, but he needs you to make requests. Alright? James 4. James 4, 1 to 3. Want to go? What causes fights and quarrels amongst you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Two. You desire but do not have, so you kill. You cover but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask. You can stop here. It says you don't have because you don't ask. That if you ask, God will answer. So, ask. God wants you to ask. What do you need? Make request of God. A new job. A new car. A new friend. You know, a new babe. Ease in your exams. Ease in your career. Direction. Ask. Admission. Ask. You know, whatever it is, ask of God. New levels in your, in your, in your career. Ask of God. Alright? So God is giving you this morning. He's calling you. Ask. Make that request. Struggling with your, with your, with your career, you know, you are, you are too bored, it's, it's too difficult and all that. Ask of God. Ask, ask help of God. Practice asking God. So, some may say, if all things are mine, why do I need to ask? Okay? Why do I need to ask? What is lambano then? If, if, I, if I still have to, to ask God. No, lambano means to lay hold of things already yours. Alright? Awesome. Now, part of your, part of your, of your lambanoing is asking sometimes. There are things you take. There are things you ask. For example, you are sick in your body. You can lambano healing because healing is yours by right. 
Amen. Even if it's what? So you can lambano, you just you don't, you don't, you don't need to pray about it to God. You just decree it and, and it's established. But you cannot decree a new car into your drive, into your into your car park. You cannot decree that the, that they give you a job at mobile. Do you understand? You can't decree a new job. What do you do? You make request of God. Do you get? There are things you lay hold of. There are things you ask of. You can't decree a new girl into your life. Okay. It's not even if you are single. Maybe you should change that you are praying. <laughs> All right. So, there are things we, we decree. There are things we ask of. And even, even, even after asking, we can, can then change to decreeing it. So, the Bible says, follow me please. When you pray, believe you have received. So, when I pray... And, you know I, know, I know I have it right, but I don't see it yet. So I'm decreeing it's mine. I've prayed. I've, I believe, so it is mine. Is that clear enough? Is that clear enough? So sometimes, part, part, part of your, of your lambanoing, sometimes it's asking. When you pray, you believe, and you have it. So when, when you believe it's yours, what do you do? You decree it. It is mine. It is mine. It is mine. That job is mine. Eh? Not that baby is mine. You cannot dictate the babe. But Lord, you give me my kind of babe. Not that part like it is yours. It doesn't work that way. All right. Some people, some people, some people already having plans. It doesn't work that way. Hallelujah. All right. So sometimes asking of God is part of how you lambano. All right. So we'll pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. John 16. John 16, 23. We pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Let's go together. I want to go on the screen. In that day, you no longer ask me anything. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. 24. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. 25. Though I've been speaking figuratively, a time is coming, I'm not going to this kind of language, but I will tell you plainly about my Father. 26. In that day, you ask in my name. I'm not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. Are you saying that? 27. No, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and that I came from God. Now, he's saying that we're not praying through Jesus. Please follow me. We're not praying through Jesus so that Jesus not tell the Father about it. We are praying to the Father. In the name of Jesus. So don't pray to Jesus Christ our Lord. No. We pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. So it's as though you are standing in his place. In his stead before the Father. So we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Not through Jesus. He has made a way for you to get to the Father. So that you can pray to the Father directly. That's why he says, I'm not saying I'll pray for you. He said that you will pray in my name. So in his name means in his place, in his stead. It's as though just Christ himself is asking because you are praying in his name. You are standing in his place, in his stead. Clear? Good. Is that good? Is it clear? So he says also, he says, we pray to the Father. We make requests of the Father. We, please follow me. We worship Jesus. 
We fellowship with him and the Holy Spirit and we communicate with them. But we we'll make requests to the Father in the name of Jesus. Imagine you praying, I pray to you, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. It looks. So we we'll pray to the Father. We we'll make requests of the Father in the name of Jesus. Let's see examples of, of, of that in Scripture. John 16. Sorry, um, John 14, 16 to 18. John 14, 16 to 18. Look at this. And I will ask the Father, and will give you another advocate up your bit forever. Look at that. Christ said, and I will ask the Father. So, we pray to the Father. John 17. John 17. And Jesus, after Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed, Father, Yahweh has come. Praying to the Father. So we can talk to Christ, through the flesh of Christ and the Spirit of God, right? But we'll make our prayers to the Father in the name of Jesus. Amen. Good? Clear? Let's see how Paul prayed also. Ephesians 1, 1 to 3. Ephesians 1, 1 to 3. Want to go... Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to God's only people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3. Praise be to the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual. Verse 16. Verse 16. Look, once you go, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. 17. I appeal asking that the God for Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom. So I keep asking who? I keep asking who? God the Father. You understand? I keep asking God the Father. So prayers are made to the Father. We make requests to the Father in the name of Jesus. Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. From verse 14. Ephesians 3 from verse 14. Ephesians 3 from verse 14. Look at this. For this reason, I kneel before the Father. Let's go. From whom every family in heaven and on earth derives his name. All right. Verse 16. I pray that out of the glorious riches, it may strengthen with power through his spirit in your... Look at that. So, we pray to the Father. We make requests of the Father. We can talk to the Spirit. We can talk to Jesus, right? But we make requests of the Father in the name of Jesus. So, this is why effective prayer starts with knowing God as your Father. Starts with what? Knowing God as your Father. That God is your daddy that loves you. So when we went to Christ in Matthew, Matthew 6 to see them how to pray, what did he say? First things first, our Father who art in heaven. So the beginning of prayer, okay, is God is my Father. He loves me. He cares for me. He will not slime me. Hallelujah. Matthew 7 11. Matthew 7 11. Matthew 7 11. Want to go? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask of him? 
So he said, now, he doesn't say we are evil. But he said, compared to God, it's as though we are evil. Okay? That, that's the context of it, okay? That evil does not evil. It just means you are human beings, regular people, and with your good and your interesting part. All right, good. So he's saying, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly father, that is all love, all good, give good gifts to those that ask of him to his children. All right? So God is your father, and he desires to give you good gifts. He cares for your needs. Even those ones that, that look like what's God's, it's, it's too small. What's, what's God's own with this one? It cares for them. Your phone is bad. Oh, sorry, sorry, daughter. How will you call him now? Okay. He cares for your needs. Not a new job. He cares for your job. You're in exams in school and, and it's so stressful. He cares for you also. So you can ask him for strength, for grace to read and, and get it easily. For your career, for your business, he cares for you. Okay, so practice asking that your father cares for you. All right? Your father what? Cares for you. He cares to meet your needs. So practice asking God, your father, for things. If your father is a good father in real life and he has resources, what do you do? That they are big now. Uh-uh. He's not, you can't be suffering. With a, with, a, with a good father. It's bad. Amen. What do you do? You make request, you make, make request of your father. And because he's good, he will oblige you. Abby? Do you have good fathers? Okay, okay. Let's, let's assume we have good fathers. All right, let's go. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, so prayer changes things because your father loves you. So your prayers are effective because why? Your father cares about you. Philippians 4. Philippians 4, 67. One, two, go. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request. Look at that. Present your request to God. Lord, these are my needs. Give, give him, you know how we do every year, when daddy says, um, bring your needs for this year, let's see what we can do. What do you do? You like, write everything. Daddy, I need to change my phone. I need to, you know, holiday in Dubai. Um, I'm assuming father has money. I'm assuming Shadi has money, okay. Holiday <laughs> in Dubai. I need a, uh, What do you do? It says also, present your request to your loving father, okay, to God. Verse 7, it says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind. Christ. So pray till you are at peace. Pray till the worry is replaced with peace. So you have an urgent deadline. And it looks like you're in trouble. It looks like you're actually bay through through, okay? Pray till that feeling of, of, of I'm in trouble lifts and you receive his peace. In every situation, pray. Pray about it. Pray. Instead of worrying, talk to God about it. Tell God clearly what you need. Present your request to God. So have a prayer list that you present to God. God, these are my needs for this season. Okay? And you begin to tick it off as it begins to get answered. Do you need direction? You don't make a choice. You don't know what to do. Ask God about it. What should I take? What should I do? God, I like this girl. That one too is not bad. Which way? Which way is the way? Amen. Amen. Lord, that boy asked me out. I like him small. 
That other one too. I like him too. Is it any of them or none of them? Practice praying about it. Stop making, stop going through life on your own. Only praying for the spiritual things and also the physical things. No. God cares about everything about you. We have job offers. Which one should I take? Where should I go? Practice making requests of God. You want to employ people. And you have three people in front of you that they all look like they make sense. Ask God, which of the three is the right one? God sees beyond the natural. So he can lead you right. Some people look good, but inside them is a bag of troubles. Let God lead you. You know, it takes your spiritual eyes to discern a wolf in sheep's clothing. So pray, let God lead you. Some people look like they are so good, right? Some men, women, they look like they are so spiritual, right? But inside them, what is in them? It scares the devil himself. So, <laughs> practice asking God. Alright? Ask God. God, I'm falling for this guy. Before I fall too far, show me stuff. Let's know what we are doing. Oluwa, Mami Lilo. This boy is not good. I, yeah, you, mm, help me chase him away. God, give, give an eye to distract him. Mami Lilo, go, go ahead. Out. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's true. Talk about it to God. You have some feeling, emotion that, that you know is not right. Pray about it. God, I, can't, I, can't, I have to stop liking this boy. I have to stop. Help me to unlove, you know. Ungum the love. All right. Glory to Jesus. James 5, 13 to 18. Pray about everything, actually. Pray about everything. Pray about everything. A small crush. God. Ah, crushed in deal. Pray about it. So you can do stuff before it becomes a wala for you. Hallelujah. Let's go together. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. See, if you're in a wrong, wrong relationship, you're in trouble, so pray. Okay. <laughs> Let them pray. If you're in trouble, pray. Stuck at work, pray about it. Believe in the power of prayer because you're a child of God. So pray. Use this part of the disposal. Pray. Don't just be there hoping for the best. Pray about it. All right? Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. 14, together. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and to anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And a prayer, 15, and a prayer offered in faith will make a sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they'll be forgiven. Please pause. Now, it's not saying that if you are sick, always call pastor. This is, this is a provision for baby Christians. Amen. Normally, we want to pray for ourselves and get healing. So, if you are a baby Christian or you, that, or that particular period, you feel like a baby, it happens too. Okay? It happens to everybody. Sometimes you just, just want to be taken care of. Like people pray for me. Uh-huh. But it should not be your habit. Amen. Practice laying old by yourself. So, if you are alone, you won't be in trouble. Alright? So, it says, if, if you need help, reach out for help. Okay? The prayer offered in faith will make the person well. So prayers are meant to get results. Not just praying for praying's sake. We are praying because we get results in prayer. Okay, let's go. 16. 
Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So he says that the idea here is that sin can sometimes hinder prayers. Sin can make people sick. All right? So he says, confess your sin. Repent of the sin. Okay? For example, you know that you committed this sin immediately after you had this issue. When you come for prayer, tell us what you did. So, 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 so when I was praying randomly, and I wonder why prayer did not work. Amen. So tell us how you got into it also. Amen. Repent of the issue. I've seen people that, you know, slept with somebody and next thing, bad dreams for, for, for a long time, nightmares. So when they come for prayer, tell us how you got there, Tusha, and don't go back into it. Amen. Glory to Jesus. It says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So in Christ, we're righteous, right? We're righteous in Christ because we're born again, right? But we also need to live it out. You can't be freestyling in sin and think your power will be powerful, powerful and effective, okay? You live out your righteousness, okay? And as you do so, your prayers are powerful and effective. Now, I'm not saying that you wait till you are, you are perfect so you get answer prayers. I'm saying that when, when you fall short, repent. Don't stay, don't stay there enjoying the sin and be praying. Repent of it and move on, okay? So that your prayers can remain effective and powerful. So if you fall short, let it go. Repent. Move on. All right? The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Your prayer is powerful and effective. Your prayer makes things happen. Your prayer makes change possible. I'm five version. I'm five version. I'm five version. Amplified version. Verse 16. Let's go together. Want to go? Therefore, confess your sins to one another, your false steps, your offenses, and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt, stem prayer of righteous man, believer, can accomplish much. When put into action and made effective by God. This last one. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. So the prayer, righteous man, your prayer is dynamic and has tremendous power. When you pray, power is released to make things happen for you. When you pray, power is dispensed to make change happen for you. Let's go on. Verse 17. Verse 17. Wow. Elijah was a man of... Are we together? Please give me, give me back normal um, NIV. NIV. All right. Want to go? Elijah was a human being, even as we are. So he asked one head like you, not two. All right? Awesome. Okay. He prayed together. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. 18. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crop. So Elijah prayed, and he used power to control rain, to on it and off the rain. So he's saying, your prayer. See, Elijah was not man in Christ. You only had a shadow of things to come that we now have. So your prayers are much more effective than Elijah's prayer. He says, the continued, heartfelt prayer of righteous man makes power available. The constant prayer Staying there, praying earnestly, praying fervently, makes power available to you and makes tremendous change possible. 
So we don't pray just for praying sake to take over to do this. We pray because prayer works. Prayer makes change possible. Hallelujah. First John 5. From 13 to 15. Are we on the screen? One, two, go. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. Please pause. So if you believe in Jesus, you have eternal life. First is first. All right? 14. This is the confidence we have in approaching God together. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Look at this. Verse 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. So God's will is to hear you. He says, if, he, if we know he hears us, then we have what we have asked. Hallelujah. So first, we have eternal life. And because of that, we approach God with confidence, knowing that his will is to hear us. And if he hears us, we have what we have asked of him. So approach God with confidence that God, God's, God's will is to hear you, to answer, to, to give you your heart desires. So this morning, what do you need from God? What are your needs? What are your needs? What are your needs? Big or small? Ask. Knowing that God's will is to grant your desires. Am I good? Amen. That offends you. <laughs> Can I just rise? Just rise. Just rise, man. Just rise up. Rise up. And begin to ask right now. Make request of God. You need a new job that pays better. Ask of God. Ask. Ask. Ask of God. Are you praying this morning? Present your needs to God. Ah, pray. Hallelujah. Actually, pray. Okay? Amen. Pray about it. A new job. A new idea. A new business. Talk to God this morning. Just talk to God this morning. Pray about it. Make requests to God. His will is to hear you. In the direction, pray about it. You have a choice to make. Pray for direction. Pray for clarity. Knowing that God's will is to hear you. That God is concerned about your needs. His will is to hear you. Pray some more this morning. Pray at thought prayer. Pray like you mean it. This morning, talk to your daddy. Is it your career? Your relationship? Your business? Your education? Your family? Do you want peace in that home? Pray about it. Pray about it. That unsaved loved one, pray about it. That God will send that person, people they will listen to, to pray to them. Pray about it. You have a struggle you are dealing with? Pray about it. Pray about it. Pray about it. Don't stop praying. Pray about it. 
anxiety, pray about it. Going to a busy week and you need God's help for the week, pray about it. As you pray, receive instruction, ideas. You know what to do. You know where to turn. You know who to call. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because when we pray, you hear us. And, if, and because you hear us, we know we have what we have asked of you. Right now, is anyone in the room or online? Watch us right now. The first step, you know, to answer prayers is having God as Father. He's being born again. How do we get, how do we get saved? We believe. We believe that Jesus died for us. In dying, he paid the price for our sins. He was buried, but he didn't stay there. He rose up again to give us a brand new life. So you put your faith in him. The death he died is your death to sin. Is your pain the price for sin? Okay? The life he lives is your new life. So if you're in a room or you're online, say after me, Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me. In dying, you paid the price for my sin. You were buried, but you didn't stay there. Rose up again, and, in, and raising up, rising up again, you gave me a brand new life. Today, I receive your offer of forgiveness. I receive this brand new life you offer. I receive this new life in the name of Jesus. Today, I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I put my faith in you, and I am born again. It's that simple, okay? If you have prayed that prayer from your heart, you are born again. So, um, help us to reach you, to, to help you to, to understand and to walk this journey, right? So, you see a link on your screen, or on your comment section also, your speaker or YouTube, okay? Go to that link, you know, click the link, okay? Um, you see a short form with your name, phone number, and email. Feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it out to you and help you to understand and walk this journey together. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning for salvation. Thank you for this week, we're going prayerfully and receive your peace for every anxiety in the name of Jesus. We receive, you know, the new jobs, opportunities, direction in the name of Jesus. This week, we are, we are prayerful. This week, we deliberately make our request known to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Just we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.